May I speak to you in the strong name of the Trinity. Amen. Today is Trinity Sunday, the day set aside on the first Sunday after Pentecost to celebrate the God we've come to know as the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. This celebration is unlike a lot of other of our feasts in the church year, because so many of our feasts celebrate a major event in Jesus' life, like his birth or his resurrection, or other feasts celebrate a major event in the life of the church like last week with Pentecost. Today, though, we celebrate not a major event, but a doctrine of belief. And not just any belief, but one of the most complicated, the most controversial of all of our Christian faith, that of the belief of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, three persons in one God. Now, I have to admit that as Sunday, Trinity Sunday approaches each year, I am not filled with excitement or anticipation like I might be for other feasts of the church year. Throughout my own journey of faith, I've at times thought, you know, I should probably have a deeper understanding of the Trinity. And so I'll enter into some kind of dedicated scripture study, study of history, trying to seek out some deeper understanding of this theology on which our faith is built. And almost inevitably, the result of that is my capacity is soon met. My capacity for intellectual understanding, my capacity to pay attention long enough to get through something, and I'm often found discouraged by this core faith, piece of our faith that has been argued over so much. Today, though, I find a different route into the celebration of the Trinity. And it comes in the form of a patched together verses from Proverbs. Now, if you've heard of Proverbs in your life, you probably associate it with its instructions on how to live. It's very practical, explaining how we're to order our lives, how to raise children to be upright. But today, we get an excerpt of Proverbs that's not that, but is more a kind of cosmic poem a cosmic poem that personifies the voice of wisdom. Wisdom is standing at the heights. She, and yes, scripture does say she, she is standing at the gate, at the border of the town. She is standing in the public square. She tells us that she is calling out to all that live. And now that she's gotten our attention, she, as one writer describes it, establishes her credentials. She speaks of her age, her constancy. I was there at the beginning, she says. I was there before the depths were even brought forth. It's as if she says to our skeptical modern ears, my references are impeccable. Listen when I speak. 
And now that she's got us, now that we know we can trust her, to what does Lady Wisdom bring us into? Now, so often we're thought that when we're invited into the presence of the divine, something very serious is going to follow, something solemn. We expect in the presence of the divine a holy and booming silence. Or another image from scripture, that of Job sitting there and God speaking out of a whirlwind. God speaking to Moses through a burning bush. This is what we expect when the divine calls us in. But today, Lady Wisdom calls us in and she doesn't bring us to the solemnity. She doesn't call us to any kind of metrics or analysis or argument. Instead, she calls us in and she says, delight. As she explains the creation of the world, she says, daily I was delighting with God rejoicing in the creation that was being formed in front of me. Here we have the image of a God not carefully, stoically making the the world, but the image of the Holy Spirit delighting and dancing and rejoicing with creation. In our opening collect for today, our opening prayer, We're called to be steadfast in our faith and our worship, which starts again to feel quite serious. But perhaps Lady Wisdom today, as summer begins, is calling us to be steadfast in our delight, to be loyal to joy. Because if even God could have a sense of playfulness with God's creation, then that means for us, a proper response from us to God is that of play, of delight, and of joy. There's another element of this cosmic poem that unexpectedly brings us back to Trinity Sunday. In the 24th verse, wisdom says that she was brought forth before the depths were formed. The Hebrew verb there for brought forth could be translated as whirl and dance and writhe. Here again, those images of a dancing, whirling God begin to fill our minds, not that of a monarchical, masculine God as we may carry with us. And this here is where the Trinity returns. Several years ago, the Franciscan priest Richard Rohr spoke on this. He talked about how for centuries in early Christianity, our church fathers and mothers argued and labored over how to capture the mystery of the Trinity in words. They continued to fail, to struggle, and to disagree until finally in fourth century Eastern Turkey, they agreed on something. And they said, this is the term that we'll use to describe the three-in-one God. And again, you might think it would be a very serious word. In Greek, it's this, perichoresis. This is the word to capture the Trinity. And it translates roughly to circle dance. Not something solemn, or stoic, but something of joy, 
If you've ever been part of a circle dance, you know that movement of chaos, that wonder if you're standing in the right place and yet you are wrapped up in that joy of whatever is happening in that room. You are part of a circle dance. This is how the ancestors of our faith chose to capture the mystery of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit as a circle dance, interrelated, ever-moving and dynamic, filled with joy. This is what we celebrate on Trinity Sunday. Not the images of a Father God with Son at his side and a dove somewhere flying above, but that of the Creator, the Redeemer, and the Sustainer in an interrelated dance of delight. This is what we celebrate on Trinity Sunday, the presence of wisdom at creation, calling out to us from the heights and from the depths, from the public square, from the gates at the border, calling out to you in every breath that you take, saying, come, delight. Come, be in relationship. Come and dance. Amen.